Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Relevant Bible Talk. Bienvenidos. Number number two thirteen. Is it already? Yeah. Wow. So I thought it was more than two thirteen. Um, no, it's two thirteen. Oh wow. So, good morning to everybody watching. Good morning to everyone listening, whether you're watching on YouTube or on podcast. Yeah. Good morning. Man, you didn't grab the cross. Oh. Go get it. I'll be right back. Five, four, three, two, one. We're back. And, uh, yeah, like I was saying, um, I was talking to Pastor Carlos today. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, he goes, man, it's crazy. He goes, I know you guys personally. He goes, and I watched a YouTube. He goes, but he goes, when I, I noticed a few times when I'm driving or whatever, I put the podcast. He goes, it's, it's a whole different feel to it. Is it? Yeah. He goes, it's, it's weird. It's like I listen more. Wow. Yeah. So I think it was a good idea, the fact that we have the podcast and YouTube. That way you get to choose, you know, and sometimes people... They like the video, but let's say they, they're busy that morning. Yeah. Because sometimes you are busy, even if you're at home cleaning or whatnot. And doing something. And you just put the audio. Well, like I try to listen to your little... Uh, oh, today's? I didn't listen to today's, oh. like yesterday, and then the other day when you first started, I listened to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, which was really, really nice. So I, I want to le- read a comment Oh. that somebody had um, left. By the way, Brother um, Jose Solis... You and your wife, I just wanted to say hello to you guys. Thank you so much for that email that we received. Um, I just want you to know that we're praying for you, you know, and forgot to open up doors. And um, in regards to what you shared, I I just want you to know that we appreciate you guys. And we're going to continue praying because I know God can take us out of situations and and put us into the exact door that he has opening for us for his purpose and for his glory. So I know that God's going to turn things around. You just got to, like you said, you just got to keep praising and you just got to keep worshiping him and thanking him even at those times, those hard times, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I just really, really wanted to um, give you guys a shout out and say we love you very much and we will continue to be praying for you all. Amen. You know, yesterday... David's been uh, kind of trying to get my car going and everything. and It's been parked for eight, eight months? More, a little bit more, uh-huh. about nine months or ten months. But, you know, sometimes we don't stress over certain things. And when it's God's timing, you know, then things will get taken care of. And it was taken care of. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But yesterday, you know, the mechanic told him, hey, I need you to drive it 100 miles. Mm-hmm. So I came home and... We were like, well, we want to get this done right away, so let's just... Because he said, well, go 100 miles in the next couple of days. That's what he said yesterday. And I'm like, I don't want to wait a couple of days for my car. I've already waited nine months, nine, ten months for it. I don't want to wait more, you know? So we jumped in the car, and we went to go. I just called Sister Phyllis. You guys see her on here all the time. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She's all getting ready for bed. And I'm like, oh, she's out reading a book. And I'm like, oh, well... We'll be right there. She's like, what? So we made our way all the way to Sacramento, and we put in 100 miles into the car 
<laughs> she was like 45 miles away yeah but we went a little further yeah back and forth and then we had an amazing time just being able to pick up cc um phyllis's daughter and go have dinner with her and mm -hmm. and then bring her right back home and I, it was such a nice little trip you know yeah it really was yeah so we got the miles in i went back to the shop today fixed the issue yeah. got it smogged it feels good to have my car everything and we just came back right now as soon as she got home from work i said you want to go on a, a chicken wing date with me <laughs> yeah. yeah so i took her for some wings and then the car wash you know the, the car wash i always go to we went there and cleaned it up it was like leaves inside leaves, of the uh, everywhere yeah inside where you open the hood and the trunk but yeah, yeah it's a it's a blessing it really really is a blessing and i'm so grateful you know to have my little car back what i had to that? share that so and then i came home to a beautiful little gift from brother santos and this is something that we're gonna put on our wall thank you so much brother for i love it it says our family is a circle of strength and love and it's true it is and then I came home to another beautiful cross with hearts. And this, uh, my son's girlfriend had left it here for me and I thought that was awesome. So I'm gonna put both of these crosses up. I think they're beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. Amen, amen. So we have a passage today. Yes. And uh, this passage is uh, from Joshua, the book of Joshua. Joshua was the the one in command after moses you know moses moses the one with the saw the burning bush and the plagues of egypt and the red sea opened and um uh the five first five books of the bible that are called the books of moses but after him uh his right hand man was joshua and he left joshua in charge so at this point of the book of joshua chapter 24 moses had died mm -hmm. And all Moses wanted to do was bring the people, the Hebrews, to the promised land. But now, years later, now Joshua's an old man. And the people are in the promised land. And unfortunately, they started to, started to act like some of the nations around them that worshipped false gods. Yeah. And Joshua's an old man. And this is a really pivotal point of, of the direction of 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 the way God was dealing with Israel. And Joshua gathers the people, and he says this big speech, but I want to focus in on one part of that speech. In Joshua chapter 24, uh, verse, actually starting at 14. Okay. Yeah, the main verse is 15, but I'm going to start at 14, just to give it more context. And it says, Now therefore, this is Joshua talking, he says, Fear the Lord, serve him, in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt serve the Lord and here's the verse 15 and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve whether the gods which are which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. David just wrote out of the New King James, and I'll be reading out of the message. And it says, So now fear God, 
Worship him, worship him in total commitment. Get rid of the gods your ancestors worshipped on the far side of the river, the Euphrates, and in Egypt. You worship God. If you decide that it's a bad thing to worship God, then choose a God you'd rather serve and do it today. Choose one of the gods your ancestors worshipped from the country beyond the river, or one of the gods of the Amorites whose land you're living now. As for me and my family, we'll worship God. Wow. You know, this is... Um, That's your mom's favorite. Yeah. 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 This passage. is my mom's favorite verse, but... I, I, it took boldness. Because you got to remember, Joshua came up under the wing of Moses. He was, Joshua was an, a loyal, strong warrior yeah. for God. Joshua was one of the ones that believed in the promises of God. When, when Moses told Joshua, hey, Joshua, see all that land? God's giving that to us. And everybody else was like, no, there's people there. There's giants there. They're going to kill us and this and that. And Joshua and Caleb, his friend Caleb, were like, what are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. I don't care if I see giants. All I know is that God said it's mine, so I'm going to take it. Yeah. So Joshua was a warrior and had a heart for God. He believed God. He believed God no matter what came against. And, and it's it makes sense why Moses passed the torch to Joshua. Yeah. And here, Joshua's an old man. He sees the people following after the gods of Egypt and following after the gods of the people that dwell in that land. And he says, no, 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 no. You know what? Choose today who you're going to serve. No more straddling the fence. No more going back and forth. No more backsliding in a church and rededicating in a church. No more justifying. No more nothing. Yeah. Choose today who you're going to serve. You know, and I like to put another verse to that because the New Testament says that today is the day of salvation. Amen. You know, but it's like, it's such an important verse that... Like, I think I, that's such a powerful statement, though, right now, when you just said today is a day of salvation, which mean, that means any day can be a day of salvation. Yeah. I think a lot of the times, mentally, um, our mindset gets us to think that I have to wait for Sunday for salvation, yeah. or I have to go to church to get saved, or you know, I have to have the right person there in order for me to to know what it is that I need to say. Well, people say, "Or oh, I got to get myself right first. Yes, I got to get myself right, or you know, I, I'm not there yet, or I don't believe, or I this, I that. But the thing is, regardless whether you do, whether you don't, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that every moment, every day, every second, just your existence in that moment is a day of salvation. You know, there's something you always say about your older son that I used to say the same thing. I don't know if I ever told you that. Maybe I have. Um, I never wanted to, I grew up in a Christian home, but I was living like, a, like an idiot all the way till I was 32. And um, I never wanted to be fake with God. Like, even though I didn't want to serve him, I had reverence for him. Yeah. I believed in God. And I'm just like, God, you know, God, I can't do the Christian thing because I still like the world. You know, I used to be honest with God. There's times where I was broken, even before Christ, before living, surrendering to Him. Now I'd be by myself and going through things. And I used to, once in a while, have conversation with God. Matter of fact, I used to bump 
the home I would never let the homeboys know this, but when I would be by myself sometimes, because I used to go to the Bay Area a whole lot because that's where a record label was out of. So I always was in studios and whatnot. So it was a long drive back to Tracy from San Francisco or Hayward or Oakland. And sometimes I would replay that song, Losing My Religion by R.E.M., and it wasn't even rap. It was like a co- complete like mm-hmm. alternative song. Like a mod song or something. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know why that that's, that song would move me. And, and it's weird because it's not a Christian song. It's and, a secular and, song. And I was not a Christian, but yet... It was somebody broken, though, that yeah, was singing Yeah, it was weird because I found myself able to talk to God when I would play that on repeat over and over and over. I actually burned it and i would just have it repeat all the way at night it'd be like two o'clock in the morning coming back from san francisco by myself i have one of those songs that i have it on repeat like over and over i burned it like so many times because i want it on there for 20 times and i want to listen to it for 20 times and um so i believed in god but i used to tell god i can't serve you because i don't want to be fake i want to give you my everything god and i used to be honest i'm like god I need you to help me. I need you to bless me. I can't follow you, though, and I don't want to follow you halfway because I know that you're God and I know you're real, but you deserve all of me, and I can't give all of me to you. And see, on my on my end, you know, during my first many years, it was I was back and forth, back and forth, you know, because I didn't know how to... I didn't know what I know now, yeah. you know? I didn't know that that you know, Christ is in me. I didn't know my identity in Christ in that sense, you know, whereas I just thought like, oh, I'm serving God and and um, I've given my life to him. I, it's not a full surrender. And, and I didn't quite yet know what a full surrender was. Yeah. I thought the fact that I was serving, that I was doing this, that I was doing that, that that was enough. But, you know, I think I was taught to just do and do and do and do that mm-hmm. at that time. I thought that that was saving me yeah you know and when you're a baby in christ you're just you're just taking direction from the people that you trust and the people that you know that are are grooming you for mm-hmm. the things of god and so we just trust in that and we trust the process and there i went with that you know i went with the flow for many years so you know guys it's it's you got to reach a point yeah if i'm talking to somebody that you're straddling the fence um, I want to say to you in, in all love is that there is no fence in the kingdom. If you are not serving God by default, you're serving the enemy. You're either in or out. You know, there is no fence in the kingdom. There is no fence. There is no compromise in the things of God. And and I believe that Joshua said this to the people, the Hebrew people. But the reason it's in the Bible is because he's saying it to us right now. He's saying, listen, choose today who you're going to serve. Yeah. He goes, and I love what he says. He goes, if you think it's evil to serve God, then find a God that you're going to serve. In other words, he's like, don't be lukewarm. Don't be in and out. If you're going to serve Satan, serve Satan. But if you're going to serve God, serve him. Serve him. You know, like it says here, uh, it says serve him. It says, uh, where is it at? Therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. In truth. He's like, just serve him. Be sincere and truthful. Yeah. Don't straddle fences. Don't go halfways. Don't go in and out. He's like, just with all sincerity. That's why I, you guys hear me say all the time, 
Don't accept Christ. Surrender to Christ. You know, surrender. Surrender means complete surrender. You know, when armies are fighting, when one side gives up, yeah. they put the white flag. Sometimes you got to put the white flag to the Lord and be like, I'm tired of fighting you, God. Yeah. And you know, you know, the beautiful thing is that when you fully surrender, you have such an intimate, I mean, intimate relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can take that word and they can make it so ugly. But the thing is, is that he wants that intimate relationship with us. You know, the way that you're just going to sit there and tell him the things that nobody knows because you know that he's going to listen. Yeah. You know that he's going to be there and, and get you through those things, you know, and and he's not going to judge you. He's not going to criticize. What he's going to do, he's going to guide you with love and embrace you with an unconditional love that you can't fulfill anywhere. Yeah. You know, it, it's so important that we that we come to him with true honesty and be open and intimate with him about everything. And then how he says it in the end, finally he's like, listen, choose who you're going to serve. He was better for me and my house. We're yeah. going to serve God. We're going to serve God. You know, And that is a powerful statement, especially if you have little children. Um, this is something my mom would repeat to me over and over and over throughout me being in gangs, throughout me being doing just being a dummy. She would say, David, I gave my life to the Lord when you were eight years old. And not only did I give myself to the Lord, I gave him you. Yeah. Because as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. She she held on to this promise like, <laughs> you know, like, like somebody that was, you know. You know why? Huh? Because she knew. Yeah. See, and when you know, there's a difference between unknowingly and knowing, you know. There, there's times where we kind of are don't really truly believe then we're kind of like that that straddle we're straddling at that point you know because yeah. we're not sure and we have doubts and we have all this stuff but the moment that you know that god is going to keep his promise you know that you know that you know that it's going to happen it's yeah. going to take place you know and it's crazy because um it, that verse where it says the voice that you listen to that's what you become a slave to yeah. and without my mom even knowing that verse when she heard this promise that's for me and my house we will serve the lord she's like i don't care if joshua said it i'm claiming it yeah i'm claiming it i'm gonna hold it i'm gonna hold on to that verse and in a, in in, a, in essence she became a slave to that word yeah. but it's a word from god so when you're a slave to the things of god it's gonna bring nothing but goodness yeah and fruit. yeah so she became a slave to it obeyed it and lived it and told that to me in my most troublesome time she's like you're gonna serve god and not only will it be <laughs> fruitful it'll multiply you know, <laughs> i used to get so mad when she would do that <laughs> she's like oh yeah big bad sir dino you're gonna serve god whatever <laughs> you know like she would just be like you know and i know that now i bet she i know she had fear and she was speaking out what maybe she'd she didn't see. Yeah. But she, what I'm so grateful is that she believed the word of God over what she saw. Yeah. And many times we have to, we have to stand on the word regardless of how situation looks. Yeah. Because they can look really, really big sometimes. And sometimes you, it'll be so big that you can't even comprehend mm -hmm. how to even 
fix the situation or what to do. But the thing is, is like, he's like, just let me do it. Yeah. Just give it to me. I'll take care yeah. of it. And this is why I, I brought up your older son is because he said, he's told you many times, he goes, you know, if I'm going to serve God, I'm going to do it all the way. And, and I laugh because little does he know I said the same thing. I said the same thing. So when you when you told me that he has always said that, I'm like, oh, that's a done deal. He, well, just, don't, he just don't why, know it yet. The reason why he said that, it's because I, I did grow up in a ministry where we would go out and minister to, you know, very, very lost people. I believe everybody's, you know, lost. But, I mean, we would go out to uh, minister to the drug dealers, to the gangbangers, to the prostitutes. We'd actually go out. It, that was our ministry. And my son seen a lot of, he, he was the kid that slept under the pews. I had, I, my children grew up in church, so they were constantly there and them seeing people come and go, come and go, come and go. Like the same people you mean? Yeah. Not, not different of, people. A lot of the same people, they yeah. would, you know, it, it was just always come and go, yeah. come and go, come and go. Yeah. And I think that right there, he, in his mind, he said, I don't want to be like that, mom. He's, I don't, I don't want to be that person, you know, and. You know, not to say that he's he's not a bad he's not a bad kid, man. You know, he has his life together, and you know, and all of that. But I tell him, I constantly remind him, you know, Mijo, God loves you. He goes, I know, Mom. He goes, I love God. I love Jesus. He says, but I'm not ready to do the serving. I'm not ready to to jump in there and do that. But he believes in God and he loves Jesus. You know, and he's a good citizen of this world. You know, and all of that. But None of that's going to get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. I tell him, you know, you need Christ because I want you to have everlasting life. You know, and I yeah. think in his time, you know, I know God's I know God's knocking at that door and saying, hey, I'm, I want to come in. You know, I yeah. want to come in. Amen. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I just wanted to share that passage. And I think it's a beautiful passage. It is. And, that's and, for me and my house. We also have the yeah, Lord. Yeah. And not only that, but he says, choose today. Yeah. Choose today who you're going to serve, and so I want to, I want to echo that challenge, and I'm looking right at you, saying, "Choose today." Yeah. Who are you going to serve? You know. And you know we gotta we gotta not be afraid, um, to take possession of of what's taking place in our homes. You know, I remember being a single mom and my kids being really, really little. Um, I remember my son had been playing video games so much. Christopher, we're talking about mm -hmm. the same one. He was playing video games so much that I really started to believe that this something's not right. You know, there's there's something that sometimes, you know, can, you know, a kid that you have playing straight games over and over and over for hours and I remember one time I just, I needed to pray. I felt like I needed to go around and pray for my home. And I, mm -hmm. when I went to go pray for him, it was not my son, but I know that something got up and boom, like smacked me. Yeah. And he looked at me with his eyes and I said, oh, no, 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 no. I said, you know what? We will serve the Lord here. And I remember I just started praying over him and I started praying. And I remember that Abraham, he was so little He's like, mommy, what happened? Did he hit you? What happened, mommy? You know, he just went on just talking and talking and talking. And all I did was just lay my hand on his little head and zipped quiet. And mm -hmm. he followed me through that whole house as I prayed for that whole house. You know, because we got to take, um, 
we got to take that that authority over our home we got to not hold back sometimes i think we hold back because we're like oh i'm gonna look really weird to my kids i'm gonna look really weird to my mm-hmm. husband i'm gonna look really weird to somebody you know but the thing is man like no take authority over your home Amen. you know pray for your kids take authority over your children take authority over your husband before he lays his head down pray over his pillow you know he doesn't need to know pray over his pillow and 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 just know that when lord when he lays his head down in this pillow i pray that everything that i prayed for will be transferred everything that that anointing that blessing everything will be transferred onto your loved ones you know mm-hmm. well Take, one, one good thing did i cut you off no go ahead. one good thing about praying for his pillow i mean i'm not saying this is biblical but if you are going to do that you got to remember uh joseph completely changed his mind about mary because he received a vision from an angel so when you pray over pillow pray for visions be like when yeah. when or even or vice versa if you are if you're a believer and your wife isn't or you know vice versa lay your hand on a pillow lord when they lay their hands on this pillow let them have visions and dreams Amen. because a dream will change somebody's life in a way that you couldn't for the last 15 years that's right i don't know who i'm talking to but it's so you know? true you, boom like that because you have to you know because um joseph was actually um supposed to stone mary for being pregnant not by him. Remember when, when the angel told Mary that, that you're gonna you're gonna have a child. His name's gonna be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Joseph wasn't married to her. Joseph knew he hadn't laid with her. So by Jewish law, by Jewish laws, he, yeah. sh- he should have stone gotten a, a whole posse together to stone her to death. And yet, an angel came and gave him a vision in mm-hmm. his sleep, and yeah. it changed everything. With one vision. Yeah. And I believe that that's something that you need to do. And here's the, here's the beautiful thing that when you have something, when I say, when you have something so intimate and you're praying over your loved one's pillows, whether it be your children or your husband or anything, and it's just between you and God, and you see that come to pass, you see that come into fruition, mm-hmm. you start to see that, then you know, man. It's like God is not going to renege on his promises. If he tells you he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And and here's another thing, too, that he gives us those promises and believing and knowing. And a lot of the times you can lose the patience, but don't lose the patience. Just keep doing it and see it come into fruition. Don't lose the patience. It's going to happen. Trust me, because whatever we speak from our mouth, whatever comes forth from our heart is going to manifest. He gives us the desires of our heart. Yeah, as long as it's in the will of God. Amen. Yes. You know, we got to, you know, because there's some people that are new and they're like, oh, man. All I got to do is ask. Yeah. Oh, I (laughs) desire that that person's wife or that guy's husband. But it's a desire in my heart. No, it's got to be in the will of God. But when you, when you, here's the thing, when you get to know who you are in Christ and you get to know God and you read his word. You're not going to ask for things unless yeah. it's in the will of God. Yeah. And then when you ask, he says, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. You know, so. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe. If you're on the podcast, make sure you follow yes. the podcast. And most of all, leave a comment. That's weird. What? That. Why? Because you, your whole face shook. I know. Really weird. Did you know yesterday's video was shaking? I thought um, Sister Phyllis was joking because she was, I got dizzy watching you, whatever. 
And then um, brother, oh, uh, Danny said, why was the camera shaking? It was? Yeah, it, he said it looked like somebody was holding it. Creepy, right? So I watched it, and it's like moving. So that's why I was messing with my camera now, because I think this phone has a stabilizer. Yeah, look, it goes in and out. No, it's not doing no? it now. Oh. I fixed it. Oh. So it had a stabilizer that if you're walking with the camera, it makes it smoother. So that stabilizer was on. And I think because we were moving our heads while we're talking like this, it was trying to stabilize us. Really? Yeah. Because it, what it is, it tries to keep you in the center. So if you're moving the camera, it, anyways. I promise that it wasn't me, guys, because I know I always hit the camera a lot. So I turned the stabilizer off. So it should have took care of the problem. Okay, I hope so. All right, guys. God bless you. Bye, guys. We love you guys. Have a blessed day. And we will talk to you guys mañana. Bye. Bye. Paracletos Media. Paracletos is an umbrella ministry for Christian books, movies, music, YouTube, and podcasts. Here on Paracletos Media Podcasts, it's an extension of that ministry umbrella by having one single podcast with many different speakers, a place to hear sermons, Bible studies, interviews, devotionals, and insights. Thank you for listening as we continue to grow with you together. We look forward to adding more great speakers in the future. For more information, go to www.houseofrestchurch.com and click on Paracletos Media. God bless. All righty. Hey, everyone. This is our, our podcast. We have a podcast now. I know. That is so cool. My name is David, or Pastor David of House of Rest Church. And I'm Sharon. I'm the wife. My beautiful wife. Thanks, honey. So we just want to welcome you to this podcast. Let them know how this started. started as a... Well, it started with you actually doing the first devotional. And I remember people would hear my voice on the side. And on YouTube. Like, yes, on YouTube. And I finally started popping my head in. And one day I just sat down with you and the rest is history. So here we are mm -hmm. doing devotionals every morning. And it has been such a blessing. So yeah. with that said, uh, please visit us at www.houseofrestchurch.com. And uh, we hope that you really enjoy it because we can be a little crazy sometimes. Yeah. Their whole, our whole reason is to be relevant, take a Bible truth and make it relevant. Thank you so much and enjoy this podcast. See you guys later. All right. We better go because I don't want them to think we're crazy. We are crazy though. Oops. Bye. <laughs>